just saved your life. What do you say? Harmless phosphorescence. everyone this is throw smiley and i couldn't bear to lose someone on a podcast not again who's joining me this week this is josh cc and so your body's changing believe me i know how that feels <laughs> this is uh jerry wagner and uh do i have to go to that high school where the principal has a crossbow <laughs> this is alaric weber activating instant kill this is a harmless phosphorescence it's the podcast where we watch every theatrically released full-length live-action superhero movie ever made we gather some research into the production and the source material then we come on here and tell you all about it uh this show is brought to you by patrons patrons like executive producers michael beckwith and atticus burkett you want to be a patron too? It's nice and easy. You just got to head on over to uh, patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. We got lots of bonus content there. We got Star Wars shows. We've got monthly movies. Um, we uh, just recorded one on Clue. That'll be coming out soon. Um, all sorts of great stuff there. Patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. Head on over, check it out. Uh, this week, though, on Harmless Phosphorescence, We are watching Spider-Man Homecoming. What's up, guys? Wait a minute. You guys aren't the real Avengers. I can tell Hulk gives it away. Oh, that was awesome. Liz get a new top? No, we've seen that before. Never with that skirt. She probably stops staring before it gets creepy though. Too late. You guys are losers. So to become an Avenger, are there like trials or an interview? Just don't do anything I would do. And definitely don't do anything I wouldn't do. There's a little gray area in there and that's where you operate. Oh. All right. That's not a hug, I'm just grabbing the door for you. All right, kid. Good luck out there. I'm feeling rough, I'm feeling Listen, I know school sucks. Peter, you still with us? Uh, yeah, yeah. I know you want to save the world, but you're not ready yet. You're the Spider-Man. No, I'm not. I'm not. This is just a costume. This is from the ceiling. Stay close to the ground and stay out of trouble. Forget the flying monster guy. There are people who handle this sort of thing. I'm sick of him treating me like a kid all the time. But you are a kid. This is my chance to prove myself. Peter, what is going on with you? I'm really sorry. I'm so busy. I'm slammed. Don't mess with me. Because I will kill you and everybody you love.
Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, released July 7th, 2017, with a running time of 133 minutes. It cost $175 million, and it made $880 million at the box office. So uh, it was a hit, to say the least. Um, this is the first um, Spider-Man MCU movie. Uh, of course, <laughs> there were, were five previous Spider-Man movies. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's our our first uh, Tom Holland Spidey solo movie. Uh, he was introduced in Civil War. Um, I rewatching this movie. I just it is so fun and charming, and I love all the teen movie stuff in it. Um, yeah, these are great takes. Yeah, absolutely. And that trailer kind of like really uh, drove home the the vibe they were going for with like. Ferris Bueller, Spider-Man's Day Off. Yeah, there's even a scene. Yeah, know. exactly. So, um, yeah. Uh, like I said, this movie made quite a bit of money at the box office, and I think that means we should play the box office top ten game. Yeah. This is the game where I will describe the top ten movies of the week of July 7th, 2017. You fellas are going to try to guess what movie I'm describing based on the description you're ready to jump in here fellas well i have a uh there's got to be a lot of repeats right not there's, the, there's been nothing but like superhero blockbuster type stuff not too many actually um there's a lot yeah. of stuff that uh opened up in the top 10 there's actually not any repeats there's a ton of repeats Oof. in the sec in 20, 20 through 11 but uh All right, then. yeah and this one we've we've okay. got a lot of new ones um, fresh, fresh blood. Yes, yes. At number ten this week, the unexpected arrival of a wounded soldier at a girl's school leads to jealousy and betrayal. This is <laughs> set during the Civil War. It stars Colin Farrell, Nicole Kidman, Kirsten Dunst, and Elle Fanning. Hmm. Oh, so he's a, a wounded soldier. Shows up at some. <laughs> Like finishing school for ladies, or yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, this was written and directed by Sofia Coppola. Hmm. I've never seen this one. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I was hoping you're gonna say a wounded soldier shows up at a girl's slumber party. <laughs> and he's like, Whose bra are we freezing? Was, I heard you like Jaden. Let me tell you this. Jaden isn't good enough for you. Now cauterize this. Ava, <laughs> Emily. Tack. Back, back tack. What? I don't know. Let's see. What? The, um... Why is every kid that was born between 2005 and 2013 named either Jaden, Gaden, Raiden, Vaden, or Baden? <laughs> Reagan. I don't know. Reagan. Well, Raiden. Reagan. Just Reagan. Waiting. Yeah. Um, Taylor and Tyler. Yeah. Uh, uh, so this, let's see. This is Petty, Petticoat Junction. <laughs> it's called The Beguiled. Huh. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. We were no, no one was. Yeah. Um, Sofia Coppola really fell off the radar after, uh, after that, uh, um, uh, uh, French Queen movie. <laughs> Marie Antoinette. Yeah, Antoinette. Hey, look, it's what Coppola's do, okay? 
Yeah. They start off strong. <laughs> and then they make Jack. <laughs> uh, uh, number nine in the box office top ten. Two sisters vacationing in Mexico are trapped in a shark cage at the bottom of the ocean. Was left the, wounded soldier. the wounded Civil War soldier. <laughs> Uh, they're trapped in a cage yeah no dialogue um it's not open uh, water is it no 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 no. or like a sequel to it oh i I don't think cage match (laughs) it starts with nicholas cage (laughs) (laughs) this stars mandy moore no it doesn't it has it's uh it's it's okay it's yeah, it's called 47 Meters Down. There you go. <laughs> 47 Meters Down. So precise. Yeah. Be like, but if I stand up, am I then 46 meters down? Hmm. Yeah, kids at school, it was so unrealistic. That's not meant. It was like 300 meters at best. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, Those are kids that are into counting. <laughs> You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, counting Twitter, counting Twitter's coming for you. Uh, counting Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> like you're only counting by twos. Fucking cuck. I don't know. Um, you cuck. <laughs> you liberal fucking metric cuck. <laughs> you're, metric you're beta cuck. counting. <laughs> beta metric cuck. You're beta. I'm a sigma counter. <laughs> Uh, um, <laughs> number number eight in the box office ten this week. A Pakistani and a Caucasian grad student fall in you love, can't say that. but <laughs> struggle as their cultures clash. Uh, when the grad student Emily contracts a mysterious illness, mm. oh, uh, her boyfriend finds himself forced to face her feisty parents. The big sick? Yes, yes. Camille Nanjani. This was what kind of put him on the map outside of Silicon Valley. Um, I never saw this movie. I have it, it too. Com- he had a Comedy Central it. show that was really good. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it was okay. It's a true story. Mm. Um, yeah, this was... I, I never saw this one, like you, Jerry. Um but I, I, you know, Camille, it's, I loved him on Silicon Valley. He was hilarious. Yeah. He told a story in the show that he had, which was a stand-up show with Jonah Ray from yeah. Mr. Science Theater. Yeah. And, um, he was talking about watching Silence of the Lambs with his uh, dad, Camille was. And he was like, why is he doing this stuff? Talking about Hannibal Lecter. And he's like, and my dad said, he's got a screw loose. Jonah says, and what does your father do? <laughs> he is a psychiatrist. Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 God. Okay, uh, number seven this week. After the town takes away their daughter's college scholarship, a couple starts an illegal casino in their friend's house to make back the, the town? money. <laughs> the town. A zany scheme. Yeah, the town takes away your... Okay. They're like, we need it for the Civil War. This is uh, Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler. Yeah. The house, I think? Yeah, the house. Oh, it's the house? Oh, I thought it was like... Uh, never mind. I was thinking like Casino Night with Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Amy know Poehler. why. <laughs> Amy Poehler and Tita 
Fang. <laughs> I never saw that either. I don't think I did. Yeah, neither did I. Um, coming in at number six this week, uh, an aging racer sets out to prove to a new generation that he's still the best in the world. I thought you were going to say an aging racist. <laughs> Which had Clint Eastwood, right? It was a Clint Eastwood movie. An yeah, aging an aging racist. Really? Hot take. <laughs> yeah, I'm still hateful. Well, I mean, that was basically the plot of Peacemaker, wasn't it? I never yeah. saw that either. Wait, was that Clint Eastwood? No, no that's that the, uh, the John show. Cena show on HBO Max. Oh, you're right. Oh, that was pretty good too. We should. Yeah, Robert Patrick's an aging <laughs> racist. Is it? Is that Grand Torino? No, not Grand. Grant- what the hell is that racing movie? It's um, who's in it? Matt Damon, Brad Pitt. Oh, uh, I know what you're thinking of. That is not what this is. Oh, okay. is this a Furious? Of an FF? No, this is Cars Two. Close. <laughs> Cars. Cars Three. Cars Three. Cars Two is about a redneck who gets involved in a spy. A, like some spy shit in Europe. <laughs> Cars 2 is insane. There's a car Pope in that, which indicates the existence of a car Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Does, Dude. does the car Pope ride around in another funny little car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, with car, it's like the Flintstones, the other car's like, it's a living. It's, a, it's inside of me. The Pope is inside of me again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Car car Catholicism. Catholicism is an intro- is a crazy concept. So strange. Yeah. Do they take communion? <laughs> is it like a brake pad that they? This is. <laughs> at- All right. Uh, at number five, a dead. Wait, was that a Cars movie? Yeah, Cars three. Al got oh, it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Right. Good with Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Clint Eastwood <laughs> is, is the car. Mm-hmm. And Clyde as <laughs> the other car. <laughs> Any which way but picks up. They got okay, Clyde to voice to voice a car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at number five. A deadly threat from Earth's Earth's history reappears and a hunt for a lost artifact takes place between a group of heroes and a group of villains while the head of our heroes encounters some guys from space. I had to leave a lot of proper nouns out there. Transformers something. Yes. Um. <laughs> You'll never know what it is. I don't, they, because they stop, like, they just have names. Wheel. Transformers. Fifth wheel. Yeah. The last night. That's I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Transformers The Last Night. K N I G The Last Knigget. Oh, see that's clever. Anthony that's Hopkins clever. is in this fucking thing. Like as a voice or as like no, Anthony As Sir him. Anthony he Hopkins. has a cane and uh, like a ring. Um supposedly, wow. supposedly there were Transformers on Earth at the time of Camelot. <laughs> and did really? they transform oh, wow. into castles? I think- I, th- I don't know if it transformed into castles, but into a um, trebuchet. That, that was uh, the premise for this movie, I believe. Well, there were Dinobots, so I yeah. mean, were there? Like, I don't know. Like, oh, another horse cart. That's a that's a series that we may someday do, and it seems absolutely insane. 
And this is coming from a guy who watched Transformers as a kid a lot. Yeah. Who did Civil War Soldier? Transformer. <laughs> he transforms into a dead person. <laughs> yeah, he transforms into a gangrenous leg. My dad was a Transformer. <laughs> oh my God. Just a few beers. Uh, uh, number four. <laughs> Sorry. A pilot Thank crashes you. and befriends an island woman. They leave to <laughs> her island to go on an adventure in the wider world. Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Yep. <laughs> or oh, Moana. Diana got her groove back. Yeah. Uh, at number three this week. After being coerced into working for a crime boss, a young getaway driver finds himself taking part in a heist doomed to fail. That's it? The, yep. That's the baby it. goose. Um, is it baby driver? Baby driver, yes. With the gosling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, baby driver. Um, baby transformers. That... That has one of my favorite gags in like it. Muppet babies. But it, when he says, get Mike Myers mass. Oh, yeah. And he all comes back with Austin Powers, Austin Powers instead yeah. of Halloween. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Uh, number two this week. A reformed villain meets his long lost, charming, cheerful, and more successful twin brother who wants to team up with him for one last heist. That's like a Thor movie, isn't it? No. Wow. It's not a Thor movie. It's the third movie oh. in a series, though. Ocean's 13? No. It is animated. All I heard was heist. Um... Sister, sister. <laughs> the movie, the movie. Uh, Despicable You. Uh, close. Oh. Despicable You. Despicable. Despicable Me. Three. The Reckoning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Despicable. <laughs> the Despicable Mean. Um, yeah. And that brings us to number one. Peter Parker balances his life as an ordinary high school student in Queens with his superhero alter ego Spider-Man and finds himself on the trail of a new menace prowling the skies of New York City. Spider-Man Homecoming, number one this week in the box office top ten. That is it for our box office top ten game, which brings us to our comic book and character background. Al... That means it's your time to shine, <laughs> your time to illuminate us all. We have perhaps spoken of Spider-Man before on this show. Have we? It seems like so new. Yeah. Um, yes, we've uh, um, we have spoken of Spider-Man before, as well as Aunt May, um, Tony Stark, Happy Hogan. Um, uh, a new character. We've got Adrian Toomes, the Vulture. Uh, this character was created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. First appeared in The Amazing Spider-Man number 2, May of 1963. A brilliant but maniacal electronics engineer who designed a suit, allowing him to fly at great speeds and enhancing <laughs> his physical ability. Okay, I'm sorry. That explains Elon Musk in our time. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I just, I, I saw a thing in his first appearance. The very first thing the vulture does is mug a guy for his briefcase. I'm just like, you create mechanical wings and you just mug a dude on the street in broad daylight. For his papers, his uh, yeah. business papers. His business papers. Um, let's see. Adrian Toomes is usually depicted as a much older man. Um, there have been... But he still has it going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Vulture was a recurring Spider-Man villain and a founding member of the Sinister Six. There were four or five other characters in the Marvel Universe that um, took on the mantle of the Vulture over time. I think uh, Adrian Toomes was the more popular one. Um, the Vulture was voiced by Robert England in 2008's animated series The Spectacular Spider-Man. Hmm. Hmm. Um, there were... They're <laughs> like, hmm. <laughs> I'll ponder this. Uh, let's, there were a lot of other names, uh, from comics tossed around. Uh, we had, I, I don't know if it was in order of appearance or what, how I did this, but, um, Aaron Davis, uh, was the ultimate Marvel version of a villain known as the Prowler and in the ultimate universe, um, oh, he's, uh, Aaron Davis slash Prowler was a cat burglar and uncle to Miles Morales. Yeah. So I just want to do a... Uh, I'll save it for production. I'll save it for production. Go ahead, Al. Keep going. Cool. Um, Ned Leeds has been a character since November of 1964. However, in comics, yeah. he has been depicted as a reporter for the Daily Bugle, the abusive husband of Betty Brant, and the third character to take the mantle of Hobgoblin as a supervillain. Mm. Yes. Which I'm sure they'll never do, which thank goodness. Yeah, but, this, yeah, it's just cool that these names exist in this Spidey's universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Betty, Betty Brant, who always worked at the Bugle, but instead she's the, you know, yeah. precocious. Well, and we see by the third movie, she is working for the Bugle. Yeah. Um, was it the second movie where Ned and Betty were together? Yeah. Okay. Um, the this character, apart from the name, um, was closer in resemblance to I think uh, from Ultimate Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales's best friend, mm. uh, but had a different name. Um, Herman Schultz, the Shocker, Shocker, <laughs> Shocker. First appeared in The Amazing Spider-Man number 46, March of 1967. A skilled inventor and engineer chose a life of burglary and safe-cracking. Invented vibroshock gauntlets that shoot high-frequency air blasts. Mm. Um, <laughs> and toaster strudel. Yeah, high-frequency air blasts. Okay. <laughs> As opposed to low ones are just farts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just gloves that throw farts, which is... God, I would love that. <laughs> uh, next up, we got Phineas Mason, uh, the Tinkerer. First appeared in The Amazing Spider-Man number two, May 1963, an engineering genius who can create weapons-grade gadgets from the spare parts of household appliances. 
Um, we've got a lot of engineers <laughs> in this yeah. movie. Yeah. In this movie who choose <laughs> crime. Yeah, you know well, it, it, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say in the in in the in any in the Marvel com in the six one six, it seems pretty uh I would definitely be keeping an eye on any engineering school if I was the government right. because it seems to create a lot of criminals. Well, yeah. so think about it this way, though, is these these villains are very specific to Spider-Man, Doc Ock, you know, that's McCann. They had to have reasons to get them up. The fight had to be up in the air. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. What's this, like you said, the vulture mugging a dude on the street or Spidey running down the street. There's only so much of Spidey running that we want to see. Well, yeah. So, yeah, it was these engineers and tech guys just to, instead of a helicopter every week. <laughs> or like night boat. Yeah, night night boat. There's all, gotta get them in the water. There's always a canal. <laughs> yes. Um, our next one is McDonald McGargan, aka the Scorpion, a recurring super Spider-Man villain since the Amazing Spider-Man number nineteen in December nineteen sixty-four, was initially a private investigator hired by J. Jonah Jameson to find out how Peter Parker got photos of Spider-Man so easily. I gotta say Nacho there, I would not ever imagine was named Mac Dugan. Oh, is that the dude Gargan. from... That's, that's the Scorpion is the guy from Better Call Saul and yeah. the guy from um, the yeah. Far Cry video game. Yeah. yeah. He has yeah, a big old scorpion on Yeah, that's what I... Then when you said the scorpion, I was like, oh, that's why they put a scorpion on that guy's neck. Okay. Good to know. Putting Mac that in um, all the decks. In the Scorpion's Next issue, uh, he's not the Scorpion yet. He will be. Uh, Jameson hires Gargan to undergo an experimental procedure to become oh. an adversary of Spider-Man. <laughs> ex- damn. Well, hey. ex- Jay Jonah just fucked Spider-Man already. God wait, damn, wait, wait. dude. A newspaper editor asks you to undergo an experimental procedure. Damn. And you're like, I'm game. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> And it made you a human scorpion. It's like there's no other news. The process resulted in Gargan wearing an unremovable scorpion suit, superhuman <laughs> superhuman strength, speed, and the like, and a precognitive scorpion sense. Where is your process? I just love that he can never take the suit off. It just doesn't. Yeah. It's just always on. He's like, all right, let's, let's do After this. After like I two weeks, won't. he's like, man, this is getting real gamey in here. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like having a body cast. He's got pencils taped together. <laughs> they keep slipping down and falling yeah, in there. stuck in there, yeah. Oh, shit. He keeps knocking stuff over at the grocery store with his yeah. tail. <laughs> like, who goes shopping for the scorpion? He does it himself? Like, How I guess he, he has with to. the ladies? Like a scissoring. Oh, that's. <laughs> um, oh, let's fuck. see. Um, we heard uh, we heard the name Randy Vale in comics. He was a minor villain known as Darter, dating back to April of 1979. Um, Principal Marita, I don't believe he was a character, but he, uh, he was intended to be the descendant of Jim Marita who was one of the members of the Howling Commandos. Yeah. And who was played by the same actor. Yeah, and there's a picture of him on the In the movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah, really prominent, yeah. And Jim Marita's from the comics, so. Mm -hmm. Um, Roger Harrington, 
In the comics, uh, he was the principal of Midtown High School who hired Peter Parker to be the science teacher. That that was Martin Freeman, right? Um, not Martin Freeman. Star. Or Martin Star. Martin Star. Yeah, Martin Star. Yeah. I meant, yeah. The, the academic decathlon coach. Um, I just want to say that they retroactively said that um, he that is the same character as he appeared as in uh, The Incredible Hulk back in 2008. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, and the last name I heard uh, from comics, Betty Brant, in this movie, a classmate of Peter Parker. In comics and previous Spider-Man movies, the personal secretary of J. Jonas Jameson at the Daily Bugle. Played by Elizabeth Banks in the past, I believe. Yes, yeah, in the other one. So, all right, thank you, Al. That is our comic book background. That brings us to the production. Um, so, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Um, as I said, this is our sixth Spider-Man movie. Wow. Um, that we've done so far. The only the only character that has more solo movies than Spider-Man is Batman. Um, yeah. uh, let's see. This was written by Jonathan Goldstein, John Francis Daly, John Watts, Christopher Ford, Chris McKenna, and Eric Sumners. There's a lot of... Uh, I recognize only one of those names, and he's a pretty funny guy. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot of uh, credits on this. Um, John Francis Daly is uh, Sam Weir from Freaks and Geeks. Oh, okay. and he wrote he wrote Horrible Bosses. I think he, mm-hmm. he I don't know. He's had a lot of credits. He's a writer now. Yeah, um, yeah. So yes, John. Uh, okay, so yeah, we'll go through these. John Francis Daly. Um, like you said, horrible bosses. Um, let's see. He also oh did the vacation reboot. Um, oh yeah, game night. Um, he's currently writing the uh, upcoming Dungeons and Dragons movie, which mm. we actually talked about last week, I think. Um, and he has a story by credit on the upcoming Flash movie. Um, let's see. We'll go let's talk about John Watts last. Christopher Ford. Um, let's see. He has, uh, writing credits on, I can see you robot and Frank. Um, or I'm sorry. He was an actor and I can see you. He has a writing credit on robot and Frank, um, something called clown, which is a horror movie. It looks like, of course. um, he, uh, let's see. Not a lot. Uh, his last movie was chaos walking, which came out last year. Um, Psychopath talking. <laughs> Chris McKenna. Um, let's see. He was uh, did a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Um, grumpier old men. He was like an assistant on. He did like a lot of crew work. Um, he had his first writing credit was on the 2008 uh, cartoon um, Igor, Igor, whatever. Um, <laughs> And then um, the Lego Batman movie, um, he did. Uh, he has credits on Jumanji and both of the uh, Spider-Man sequels to this. Um, he did 
he uh, did a lot of writing on American Dad and Community. Um, Eric Sumner's uh, also worked on American Dad a lot. Uh, Greg the Bunny, that was that was a good show. <laughs> Um, yeah, I loved that. Yeah, happy endings. Um, uh, ooh, drawn together, crank anchors. <laughs> a lot of Cranky sitcom. Yeah. He also he is a uh, he works <laughs> he works uh, looks like he works as a uh, writing partner with Chris McKenna a lot. So it looks like they wrote together. Um, then our final writer, also the director, is John Watts. Um, John Watts. Um, this is his first Marvel movie. He, um, oh, he, he was the director of Clown. Okay. <laughs> the same one? The other yeah. dude? Worked yeah. Okay. Or was it the other clown? Yeah. <laughs> the other yeah. clown. Just a straightforward clown movie. It's not yeah. creepy yeah. or anything. Dude, he nice and creepy. Yeah. Just he, clown work. Standard clown work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has. Grinding. Grinding that hustle, that clown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting that bag, that clown bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! I'm so sorry. I do this every. But you guys remember John Favreau on Seinfeld when he was the clown? Oh yeah, yeah, that's at the right. party. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, and George keeps talking about Bozo the clown, and finally John Favreau just has enough of it. He's like, "Why are you hung up on this clown from the '50s, man?" <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So John Watts, like, he had two movie um credits. Before this, he directed Clown and directed something called Cop Car with uh, Kevin Bacon in it. Which, um, but apparently, in the movie or the car, the, the car. Well, both. Um, <laughs> um, he, uh, Clown. yeah. Car. Prior to this, he he, prior to this, he worked uh, for the Onion News Network as a uh, as a uh, producer for uh, episodes of that. It's you know mostly a web series. Um, but uh, yeah, that's he looks did, like he started off with a lot of uh music videos. Yeah, yeah, he directed uh some Fatboy Slim stuff. Uh, let's see, Wallflowers, Death Cab whoa, for whoa, Cutie. Whoa, whoa. So, oh, he directed the Soul Meets Body. Um, did he direct the most famous Fatboy Slim? No, 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 video? no, no. That was uh, okay. that was uh, uh, what's his face? Oh, Michelle Gondry. Not not Gondry. It was uh, Spike Jones. The one with Christopher Walken. Yeah, so yeah, that, that one was Spike yeah. Jones. Um, let's see. Oh, he did Wolf Like Me. That's a good TV on the radio song. Um, but yeah, yeah, a lot. He did a lot of commercials, Frosted Flakes, <laughs> eBay. Oh Sprite. yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a wounded Civil War soldier. Uh, yeah. So Bacon. that that's where he mostly came from. Um, the let's see the long road to getting this Spider-Man back in the MCU. Um, um, this actually became common knowledge, well, public knowledge, when the uh, 2014 hack of Sony's computers. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that. That uh, that was kind of a big deal. A lot of stuff came out then. A lot. Um, it was because of uh, it was because of um, the uh, interview, North Korea hacked Sony's computers because they were pissed off at James Franco and and uh, um, <laughs> Seth Rogen for making the interview and making fun of Dear Leader. Um, but, uh, so, um, yeah, it, the, the, it did, br- they did break down 
their talks then, and they made the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Um, but then they were able to uh, go ahead and get this rebooted in uh, 2015. They originally were going to have Drew Goddard um, write and direct the movie. Drew Goddard, um, he, he uh, wrote Cloverfield. He directed um, Cabin in the Woods. He got his start on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, but uh, um, that talks with him fell through. Um, apparently in 2016, they brought on John Watts um, to, uh, to direct this one. Um, our cast, uh, Tom Holland, we talked about him briefly in civil war. He's a British kid. Um, of course. yeah, a British kid. He was a, uh, um, and an athlete. So he does a, him and Andrew Garfield both do all their own like backflips and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is funny, which I always wonder on the new movie was like Toby Maguire, like fuck you kids. Of course he was. Yeah, he yeah. didn't yeah, he didn't do much. Toby Maguire yeah. just kind of stood around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah compared well, to Well, they the ha- they guy. have a scene where he talks about his bad back. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well what yeah. Yeah. Well, which is funny because like when he fell on like the car and like hurt his back in that movie, or in what was it, Spider Man two, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Michael Keaton as Adrian Toomes. Uh, obviously, yeah. we talked about Michael Keaton when we did the Batman movies, um, but I think it's interesting that he only plays winged, wing wing based comic book yeah. character. Birdman, Birdman, Batman. Batman, the Vulture. He's into flight. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he couldn't, we, he couldn't decide on what kind of accent to do. This. Yeah, he yeah. He was, he Sometimes was, he was from Boston, even though it was all in New York. Yeah, Sometimes he was his accent. York. His accent work was a little up and down. He actually did worse. He actually, yeah, actually, um, Tom Holland's accent work was better than Michael Keaton's, and Michael Keaton's an American. So. Mm-hmm. Is Tom Holland does, English? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, he's a British a little kid. Crumpet. We love. Yeah, so many British. Him and Andrew Garfield both are British. Garfield's English. He's British too, huh? Yeah, they both are. Damn. Yeah, they, they both do real good acts. American accents. Yeah, they do a great job. Unlike yeah. under like unlike uh, Bumber Dill Cumber Snatch. Bumber Snatch. <laughs> yeah. Splinter. Like when I first found out. I mean, I know I'm digressing here, but going on the path. When I first found out Colin Farrell was Irish, I was impressed because I saw him in a Minority Report. Oh. But his American accent, I noticed they go deeper and they slow it down when they try to do American accents. Have you noticed that? Oh when yeah. Speaking their normal British accent, it's more high toned and kind well, of fancy. Yeah. Well, they slow it down. <laughs> well, and that, that, very <laughs> fancy. They they really really love to hit our American vowels. So like Benedict mm-hmm. Cumberbatch especially very much talks like this when yes. he's in an American yeah. accent. It's like a black comedian from the eighties. Yeah, like that was the <laughs> yes. white voice. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, well, white people be driving like this. <laughs> wow, um, did not know that. Uh, we did talk about John Favreau previously. Gwyneth Paltrow as Pepper Potts. Zendaya coming in um, under the radar as Michelle. Um, Zendaya got her start on the uh, Disney Channel show Shake It Up. She was a Disney mm. Channel. 
girl. She did a bunch of Disney Channel movies too, like uh, let's what was it? Um, uh, Super Buddies. Oh um, yeah, Super Buddies. Yeah. Good luck. She was in Good Luck Charlie, <laughs> Ant Farm, uh, Frenemies. <laughs> <laughs> like a bunch of Disney Channel stuffs. Um, oh, she was yeah, in the Disney that, Channel Zapped a, remake. We won't get into it, but that whole machine. Is yeah, so Wait, they, oh, they did a Disney remake of Zapped, the one with Scott Baio, where he was looking at titties the yeah. whole time. Yeah, it, that yeah, one. Him and uh, just zapping boots. Yeah, they Willie did a, Ames. They did a Disney, they did a too. Disney Channel remake of that and gender flipped it, and then they also did a D- Disney Channel remake of um of a uh, pump up the volume, which they oh called Radio Rebel. Oh, yeah. Radio <laughs> no Rebel. way! Yeah, really? it's pretty terrible. Uh-huh. It's it's so terrible. Do you want whale sperm on that? <laughs> All right, yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. No, the Disney Channel kid. Um, factory is pretty terrible. Not quite as terrible as the Nickelodeon Kid Star Factory, but mm-hmm. still pretty bad. Yeah, and they they started to cross over at a point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But Zendaya is great. Um, she's really great in the sequels, and she's really great in Euphoria, which is an- I never watched Euphoria, right? So yeah, that, I haven't. And, yet. and the thing about Euphoria to me is, I've already pre made up my mind about how I don't like it, and I've never watched it. I'm like, I don't like it. I, I know what you with, mean. With banging ecstasy high school, don't care. Yeah, it's 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 hard for it, me. It's so it's really weird because it's it's one of those shows that's like like it's a good show. Like it's 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 very um mm-hmm. like 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 I can't say it's a bad show, but it also becomes is trying to make its point about exploiting teenagers. And mm-hmm. it does it so hard that at a certain point it horseshoes back around into just exploiting teenagers. It's right. exploiting mm-hmm. teenagers. Yeah. I yeah. Know what you're so mean. it's, yeah. Um, uh, let's see. We got Donald Glover as Aaron Davis. So this is really interesting because the character of Miles Morales yeah. was based on Donald Glover. Um, and because he was being tossed around as playing, um, as playing Peter Parker a lot in the late yeah. 2000s um, when they were talking about rebooting the Spider-Man series after Toby's, after the, uh, the, the Raimi trilogy. Um, and the writers, the Marvel writers at that time loved the idea. So they based Miles Morales um, and his look on Donald Glover. And in fact, Donald Glover wears a Spider-Man shirt in an episode of Community. And then they mm-hmm. have that scene on in the background of uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's what you mean by the they they designed him for in that movie particularly the character already existed right of, no Miles in the ultimate yeah. no I what I believe it was based off off of um, that in general I'd well, have to double I, check I thought that. Miles was already okay all right cool well you, but this was back in the two thousands yeah this was back in. Like, yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I remember the controversy of them throwing Donald Glover around, which is funny because when you bring up the Sony email leaks, there was a bunch of racism in the emails, right? Weren't they yeah. saying, oh, we can't market sure. a person of color into like China and all these other countries where they won't, I, is, I, from what I believe, I don't know if I'm getting that wrong, but then when they wanted Don Glover on, Don Glover on a Spider-Man, they're talking about it, everybody's like, well, we can't have black Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, they, they based him off 
they based the character in the comics on Donald Glover um, mm-hmm. because yeah. of that. August, uh, August 2011. Tw- yeah, which is, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, so um, him appearing as Miles Morales' uncle in this was a nod mm-hmm. to all of that. Mm. Um, and Donald Glover, of course, you know, he, he was probably best known for community up until he was best known for either Atlanta or being childish Gambino or being right. Lando Calrissian. Yeah. He's a talented guy. He yeah, he really is. Yeah. Yeah. He really is. Um, I like Donald Glover a lot. Um, yeah. Jacob Batalone as Ned. Um, uh, well, this- and actually before any of that stuff that we mentioned at Donald Glover, he was in a sketch comedy group. With Ellie Kemper. Derek Comedy. Yeah, Derek Comedy. And they made that movie Mystery Team. Which is hilarious. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that movie is hilarious. Yeah, and um I I I definitely they got their start on YouTube. They were um like some mm-hmm. of the original like YouTube streamers or not streamers, but yeah. YouTube like Bad Blowjob is a hilarious sketch. That's hilarious. The one with, like Jimmy Schmitzen, so the one where Donald Glover's trying to sell Jay Z's body. Jay Z's yeah. corpse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh yeah. So. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I saw that recently. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's hilarious. Um, Jacob Batalone. Um, this is, of course, this is his big break. He was in one movie prior to this called North Woods. Um, that was his only credit. He was kind of just cast in this as a complete unknown. Um. Um, good on He's good. Him. Yeah, he is good and good on yeah. him between this movie and, um, no way home. He's lost 102 pounds. Rad. Good for him. Also. Yeah. He's got great timing. They, they work him and Tom Holland work really well together. Their timing. They just, they have really good timing together. They Their do. comedic elements are f- fucking awesome. They do. They have great timing and they have really, yeah, they have great chemistry. Um, so yeah, he's mostly known for this. He has a few other credits, nothing big, something called Bloodfest, mm-hmm. Let It Snow. Um, but uh yeah, he's uh he's great in this. Um well, let's see. Uh we've got uh Laura Harrier as Liz. Uh Okay. Laura Harrier. Um she started off as a model. Um she was on One Life to Live for a while. Um, prior to this, uh, she was in that Fahrenheit 451 movie in 2018, which was not good. Um, Mm. she, oh, she was in Black Black Klansman. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So she hasn't worked a lot, but you know, off and on. She's, she would be good. There's this writer, this horror writer, a read named Stephen Graham Nash. He's one of my favorite horror writers. And he wrote a book called My Heart is a Chainsaw. It just came out and it's all, it's all about um, uh, slasher movie tropes. And there's like the final girl, like in the scream kind of thing. And she would make the great, like when I was listening to the book, I was picturing this actress the whole time. Oh, right on. Yeah. Uh, So, okay. Let's see. Uh, As flash Thompson, we've got uh, Tony Revolori. (laughs) Um, I like this reboot of, of, of flash. I like that flash mm-hmm. isn't like a jock bully. He's like, like an academic bully. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, this uh, Tony Revolori. He's a preppy bully. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. The the shit talker. He doesn't shove you into a locker. Yeah. Exactly. He he hurts so you. He does air, air horn effects. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't hurt you physically. He hurts you emotionally. Which lasts <laughs> longer. It's it a lasts smarter longer. move. Does yeah. more damage. Bullies. Absolutely. Listen up. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So Tony Revolori. Chip away. Chip away. You'll make some damaged adults. He played Zero in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, oh, thank yeah. you. Yes. That's it. And he was also in the French Dispatch. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, As uh, Young Moses. Yeah. Yeah. He was the young version of um, Benito El Toro. But anyway, go ahead. So I just watched Grand Budapest Hotel for like the third time. It's one of my favorite uh, movies. I love yeah. that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great Beautiful. movie. One of one yeah, of the best. That's where he was. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of their best. Um, I mean, he doesn't have a, a whole lot of... Uh, he has some credits, a lot of like really, really indie stuff I've never heard of. A lot mm-hmm. of stuff where he plays kid number two. <laughs> um, right. But uh, yeah, since then, like, he was in the 2020 movie Run. Um, the Sound of Silence in 2019. Um, and coming up, let's see, is in something called Asteroid City. He uh, has a fair amount of TV credits. He was in Workaholics in a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in the 2022 upcoming uh, Disney Plus series Willow, which is a sequel to the 1988 movie Willow. Ron <laughs> Howard movie. Yep, Ron Howard, George Lucas produced. <laughs> the Ron Howard movie. Splash. <laughs> yeah. Which, oh God, have you guys seen? So when Disney Plus put Splash on Disney Plus, they added CGI hair to Daryl Hannah to cover up her bare ass. Really? It looks oh. so bad. I loved her bare ass. Well, yeah. yeah. It's she's, Daryl Hannah's she's bare ass. Up the, Everybody loved it. The Statue of Liberty, the scene where she, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Anyways, uh, whoo, rounding out our cast here. Bokeem Woodbines is shocker. Tyne Daly as the head of the U.S. Department of Damage Control. Bokeem Woodbines Macy? is awesome. I don't yes, he is. Throw that. He's Mike Milligan in the Fargo series. Yes, he's oh, great okay. in Fargo. He's was, like Dave Chappelle's it. older brother, too. Like, they're so similar in their faces. They look you know? so similar. Yeah. 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 So, okay, yes. Tyne Daly, as I said, um... Tyne yeah. Daly. Yeah. Was that Cagney Lacey? Yeah, I can't, yes. I can't remember yeah. if she was okay. Cagney or Lacey, but she was the one She's both of them. She's both of them. Let's see. Marissa Tomei as May Parker. We've talked about mm-hmm. her previously. Um, Robert Downey Jr. back as Tony Stark. Um, and Carrie Condon and um, coming back. Um, as a uh, 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 voicing Friday and Chris Evans uh, doing a cameo as Steve and Rogers. Hannibal Hannibal Buress. Hannibal Buress is great, dude. Oh, yeah. God. He, he yeah. of course, stays in the trilogy. But yeah. mm-hmm. Hannibal Buress is great. Absolutely. He brought down Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. He's finally the yeah. one. And Jennifer Connolly as the voice of Karen. Paul, is that Jennifer Connolly? Paul Bettany's wife playing the other AI voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Jennifer Connolly's married to Paul Bettany. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. 
I, I just light up. I'm 46. So I'm like, yay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jennifer yeah. Connelly yeah. all the way. Yeah. Oh, she's it. Well, yeah, yeah, we've talked about her a few times on this. She was in Hulk and The Rocketeer. So she's come oh, okay. up. But, woo, yeah. Labyrinth. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Ones we've done for sure. But, yeah, I'll, I, I, there's always room for Jennifer Connelly. Um, <laughs> and Marissa Tomei. So, yeah, both of them. Yeah, hell and yeah. Both of Cagney and Lacey. They, and they're Mike Cagney and Lacey. So, and Jello. Yeah. There's always yeah. room for that as well. There's always room for, yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that. I'll leave the Bill Cosby stuff. Um, Zach Cherry did a, uh, a, 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 a um, cameo in this. He's the guy that asked Spider-Man to do a flip. Um, he's great in Severance. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a funny guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, we, um, Kirk Thatcher appears in this as a punk he was the punk guy um, on the bus in um, Voyage Home, Star Trek Four. Yeah, the punk okay. rocker on the bus. Yeah, he mm-hmm. appears in this as a punk as, in an homage to that. The bus scene is one of the best scenes in that movie. Yeah, and again, when we do series, I am very looking forward to Star Trek. Me too. We'll double dumbass on you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yo, hit me up for the Star Trek ones. I'll do them with you. They're funny. His, oh, his yeah. They're unintentionally funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that rounds out our production. Um, this movie has 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, guys, you ready to go ahead and jump into the movie itself? Yeah. Whip. <clears throat> Whip. Chihuahua. <laughs> Here we go. This is Spider-Man Homecoming. We open on the remain. Well, first we open on a child's drawing of the Avengers. It uh, was drawn by Adrian Toomes' daughter. Uh, We're in the remains of New York City in the aftermath of the Chitauri attack in 2012. Adrian Toomes and his crew are uh, salvaging... Uh, going through the wreckage and doing salvage work. They've been contracted to clean up by the city. Uh, They're stopped by a group from the government who tells them that all salvage operations will now be handled by the Department of Disaster Control. Set up by Stark Enterprises. Yes. Uh, Another another project probably based in Tony's guilt. Did they call it disaster control or just damage control? I thought it was damage control. Damage control. Department of Damage Control. I'm sorry. That's Mm -hmm. right. Um, Yeah. So, um, yeah, we see, yeah, Adrian Toomes is upset, but there's not much he can do. Um, back at their warehouse, we see that Toomes and his guys accidentally didn't turn over a truckload of alien material, but uh, Toomes decides to keep it and uh, uh, and go into business. Um, so, um, 100% Tony, like, this is one of those situations where, like, Adrian Toomes is kind of right. Like, yeah. Like, Tony Stark destroys the city and then gets paid to clean it up. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's some yeah. real like Jeff Bezos getting money from the government and, to go to space bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then using some of his own money, lots of conflict of interest, almost, you know, like a money laundering type tactics. <laughs> but yeah. you're right. It's another situation <laughs> where the villain is not all that, that off. No, I, ab- um, I absolutely agree with him. I just am not down for, you know, like giving, Giving bank robbers like like destructo rays and killing right. people. Well, would they have been, would they have become bandits without the destructo rays? 
they were doing the work job. Yeah. They weren't stealing anything. That was an afterthought because they were like, throw that shit away. We'll get there. But yeah. Well, no, no, no. I mean, they're selling. They're selling weapons to people who obviously are up to no good. Later on, yeah. We'll if c- they hadn't been shut down. I don't think they oh, were no, no, a no. crime syndicate before. Oh, no, no. If they hadn't been shut down, absolutely. But, he, but they were very, very willing. They were very willing to cross some lines there. Huh. We find out. We find, yes. Uh, um, it's, it's another instance um, that I appreciate of the Marvel Universe um, taking accountability for the actions of the heroes and shit, you know? Yeah. Whereas, like, Superman can totally destroy Metropolis and it. Yeah, I also, you know, it's yeah, yeah, that's very interesting, and I, I, um, I always find it interesting when a, uh, when a one of the biggest companies on earth has some anti-capitalist <laughs> messaging in one of yeah, their products. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's like, what I was saying because when even Josh was saying it, I was like, we're getting very leftist here. I love it just because the systemic. <laughs> the system that forces them to become criminals. You know what I'm saying? Like, anyway, yeah. I'm not doing that. This is not right. that podcast. No, but they were forces. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. I mean, bread, bread and circuses, though. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah, the big exactly. Corporation, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we we've, we got you. Hey, yeah. we get Minimum it. Wage is, hey, it's... we smoked pot, too. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I used to party, too. You know, yeah. I get it. I get it. Love the one you're with, man. Yeah, yeah, hash, yeah, hashtag like Spidey Lives Matter bullshit. Anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah. <laughs> uh, so all right, the, uh, we get a we get a card that reads eight years later. So this has been this is a weird mistake they made, and they admitted it was a mistake too because that is not the timeline of this film. Mm-hmm. It's well, and weird that make this like right when the. That would make this in 2020. Happen? That would make this right. in 2020. And no, and it's it's it would be in the middle of the blip. People would still be gone, right? Well, yes, and also it takes place immediately after Civil War, two months after the events of Civil War, which were clearly marked in time as being in 2016. Yeah. Um, in the events right. of that movie, like that, they, they make they they mention the dates. So, um, like it's a weird yeah, weird right. mistake they made, and it's weird nobody caught it. But they later admitted it was a mistake. Um, so, uh, Toombs has a thriving business. He's illegally collecting alien technology, turning it into weapons that he and his crew sell. And he's also got a nifty new set of wings that he flies around in. Dude, this whole montage with the Rolling Stones, this is where we're talking about the yeah. Can You Hear Me Knocking montage, yeah. which is the only one like it in the movie. But the whole time I kept waiting for it to freeze frame on Tomb's face, and he was like, <laughs> all my life I've wanted to be a vulture. <laughs> I was just waiting. I just was like, this like is fucking Corsellas, dude. Yeah, yeah like, well, all my, my life, life I will. wanted to be a wow. vulture. Wow, you know what? I can't think that was unintentional. Like, he had to know what he was doing. You don't play, like, you don't have people doing crime and, like, cut between like money and play the Rolling Stones with Rolling Stones. Yeah, with referencing Scorsese. Scorsese's used that song. Yeah. Before, uh-huh. That actual song. Yeah. He's like, that's the scorpion. They call him the scorpion because he's a scorpion. You know what I mean? It comes <laughs> he's the in whole the scorpions. I'm gonna go get the papers. Get the papers. You know, like uh, it just reminded yeah. me of that. I was like, <laughs> all right, we're off to a good start. That's Johnny One Tail. Johnny <laughs> One Tail. The, they called the scorpion. <laughs> that's the shocker. They call him the shocker because he shocks. Because he's a sex weirdo. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Put him in the butt. <laughs> you 
goes immediately there. No permission. Just... Right there. Yeah. There's no frosting. Just cake. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we cut to the Marvel title sequence. Uh, they do the Spider-Man theme. I've said this numerous times. I am so disappointed in this film for not using the Ramones version of the Spider-Man song. They, All the Spider-Man movies, they use almost every uh, Ramones song. But, but this, yeah, right. they, they, yeah. they, they, they have a Ramones theme in this. They use Blitzkrieg Bop multiple times. Yeah. Uh-huh. They like It's a Ramones theme, but the Ramones recorded the Spider-Man theme. Guys, they come on. They did a good job. Yeah. Probably the best version. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> Delicious. Uh, we see footage that... Uh. So we cut to some footage that Peter filmed of his trip to Berlin during uh, the Captain America Civil War. Uh, he fu- and that's so like what Zoomer like it's just so spot on. Yeah, that he's he's making these little vlog diaries. Like, while he's in, yeah, one 100- like in the shit. Like we see Ant Man grow right behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great. This is like some real TikTok like level stuff. Yeah, that's uh, what he's preoccupied. There's also a nod to. Um, photographer peter parker yes. uh, taking You're pictures right. of, him, yeah. of himself as spider-man cool. good call yeah absolutely um so yeah he fights he comes home in the limo with tony uh they decide they're going to tell aunt may that he has an internship with stark industries to keep his cover tony drops him off at home tells him to keep a low profile happy is going to be keeping an eye on him um and tony lets him keep the suit that he had made for him um, yep. This is where they set up Tony as mentor for him, um, and it's a, he keeps giving him more sophisticated suits as the movies go on. And you think it's you know to aid in the superhero thing, which it is, but it's also each one has more protections and fail safes added in. Yeah, because Tony keeps bit, you know like I can't always be there, and this kid's gonna get himself into trouble. So the tech keeps getting more protective of Peter. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. right up yeah, end game. Right. And Tony's so, yeah, Tony's really into protecting Peter and like he's got all these things. He's I guess we'll get there when we get there. I want to go. I won't jump ahead yet. But yeah. So. um, Oh, this is also where we get the hug thing, which finally pays off in Endgame. Um, Hmm. Yeah. uh, Peter wanting the hug. Um, Mm -hmm. And Tony says, we're not there (laughs) yet. Um, (laughs) I'm just getting the door for you. Just get in the door for you. Um, then we cut to two months later. Peter still hasn't heard from Tony. Um, he te- oh, wait. Am I jumping ahead or is this when he crawls in and Ned is there? No, no. Oh, no, no. That's way. That's life far, far, yeah. far. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Everybody way just settle down. Uh, <laughs> take it easy. Yeah. Um, Peter still hasn't heard from, heard from Tony. He texts happy a lot. Um, He's leaving, living his uh, normal teen life by day. Then he's on the debate team. We meet Flash Thompson. We meet Michelle Zendaya. It's a girl he knows. Um, uh, academic decathlon team, not debate. Or decathlon, yeah. I'm sorry. Academic decathlon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the gym teacher, Hannibal. <laughs> which was funny throughout this. Um, even the teacher pronounced it decathlon, adding an extra syllable. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. instead of decathlon, decathlon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, everybody was pronouncing it wrong. Mm. We've talked about using the bell for comedic purposes. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I love Hannibal saying, like, I'm pretty sure he's a war criminal now, but I'm required by the state to play that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Captain America Hannibal video. Just being like the Hannibal being the conspiracist. You know, All it, it kind of carries through to the end, yeah. to, to the third movie. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I believe you killed him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like MysterioTruth.com. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, whew, yeah. Um, so they, uh, let's see. He uh, hangs out with his best friend, Ned. Um, he drops out of the uh, decathlon trip to Washington, D.C. because he doesn't want to miss a call from Tony if it comes. Um, he talks At some to- point, there's the um, Easter egg of the um, Emperor, the Lego Emperor from Star Wars. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. On which we see at the very end of the third movie. Yeah, I yes. just love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Um and it also brings up the point, like they t- they also mentioned Empire Strikes Back and Civil War. Um, mm-hmm. So Star Wars exists in the MCU. The, uh-huh. Even even uh-huh. Steve Rogers in the first in in Avenger in the Avengers movie um, has written Star Wars down on his things that he's catching up on. Um, mm-hmm. Does Disney own Star Wars in the MCU? I think. I think oh oh. I thought that you meant in general. In real life, yeah. But yeah, in the MCU, course. does Disney own Star Wars? And I'm sure Disney exists in their world. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. No, but I have a few. I mean, I like to think that it's just George Lucas in their version. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As crazy as that dude was, it, it was something when it was in his hands. I don't know. I think it's probably that. Well, and if there is okay, so since we're making this shit yeah. up, well, yeah, and are there, yeah, are, are there Disney Star Wars movies? And if so, does Donald Glover play Lando? And if so, is Aaron Davis like oh, that dude looks just like me? That's crazy. Uh, anyways, uh, that means there's a grumpy Harrison Ford in their world too. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> the earring. Well, yeah. That means. Well, yeah. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> So that means that there's an MCU Pope, which means that there's a, a spider Jesus. Yeah, there is a, a spider Jesus does whatever spider the, Jesus pope. does. <laughs> whatever he does. Yeah, does whatever no, spider no. Jesus Frankly, we don't want to know. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Um, yeah, he hangs out with his best friend, Nez. He talks to Liz, the girl he has a crush on. And after school, he goes out patrolling a Spider-Man. Um, he t- tells people he's interning with uh, Stark as a cover for this. He stops muggers. I really loved getting our, uh, um, getting our uh, uh, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man stuff here. Yeah, I love the do a flip. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, yeah. The other guy's like pretty good. You know, just so New York. You know, the other guy's got a giant. Impressed. The other guy's got a big old boombox. Yeah, he's holding a boombox. I just love that shit. Are you yeah. Spider Guys? <laughs> Spider Man? Yeah, yeah. Full flip. <laughs> this is pretty some, good. This is the one thing that I feel like was really missing from the Raimi trilogy was just friendly neighborhood Spider Man stuff. Like, yeah, he, yeah. he like only fought like, like. Villains, super villains. Yeah, he's protecting his neighborhood. Yeah, he's um, yeah. Uh, so this Tom Holland is, leans into that a yeah, lot. Yeah, and I really love it. Um, did we, we get into the scene where the guy's trying to steal his own car? 
Yeah, that's yeah, right that. here, and that's where we get our Stan just, cameo too. I love that argument where all three of them are just, and just everybody starts yelling, and now yeah. yeah, yeah, again, so New York. What are you doing? Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Marjorie, how you doing? How's your mother? How's your mother? <laughs> yeah. So and my daughter, my, I, I was watching with Olive, you know, and she's twelve, and she's like, "Who's that old guy?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's Stan Lee." He like created Spider Man. He's in all these movies, and she's like, "Well, what's he up to now?" And I'm like, "Well, he's dead. He's like really dead. He's very old, Olive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's full he, on dead. He died at like ninety nine or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. All right, be Stan. So, um, yeah, that night he spots a crew of thieves wearing Avengers masks, stealing an ATM with some advanced uh, technology weapons. He confronts but them again. His neighborhood; it's across the street from his bodega. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. the friendly neighborhood. That's his ATM. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. He confronts them and in the fight, one of their weapons goes out of control and destroys the uh, deli and bodega across the street. Spidey saves the people and the cat inside, but the bad guys get away. More real life stakes. Yeah. You know, like they didn't blast off that tech and it stayed in this little bank lobby because of mm-hmm. the protection of a bank lobby. Like there were consequences. Yeah, exactly. Well, and yeah. Um, yeah, I really love this ground level stuff, even though this is playing into the larger plot of the movie. Um, and then also I like the little nod where he's like, Hey Hulk, nice to finally meet you because Hulk was mm-hmm. not yeah. in civil and war. Thor, yeah. Oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, he calls happy, tries to tell him about the incident. Happy is an interested happy's, too busy with moving day. Tony sold Avengers Tower and they're all moving everything upstate. Um, have, yeah, okay. I don't know. We'll get to that later, I guess. Um, anyways, so Peter sneaks into his room at home that night, but he doesn't see that Ned's waiting there for him with the Lego Death Star. <laughs> uh, Ned finds out his secret and he agrees not to tell anybody. Um, Peter goes to dinner with Aunt May. Aunt May is worried about him. He's uncommunicative and weird, like teenagers are. Yeah. Does Once. Aunt May think that Ned and Peter are in a relation, like a physical relationship? Oh, There's yeah. that whole scene where he's naked, right? Yeah. And she just plays it off like. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's probably just in his boxers. Just hanging right. out. Like, because all of us have been friends in our t- teens and 20s, and we're just in our underwear, just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it is a good point, but you get the idea they've been kids or friends since maybe since they were kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so but also, I think she's like so woke. Yes, that's so uh, loving and accepting of everything. It's not yeah. even on her radar. Yeah, yeah. She just suggests they put on. He puts on clothes right. for dinner. That's yeah. that's basically <laughs> what it is. Uh, we get a montage of Ned asking Peter about his powers. Great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, can you summon an army the spiders, of spiders? The spider's dead, Ned. <laughs> yeah. Like, can it bite me? I, I love, do you lay eggs? That's a good yeah. one. Can you what, spit venom? Can you spit? What does the Hulk smell like? I bet he smells good. That was <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, Ned is great. Yeah. Guy in the chair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, they overhear Liz talking about Spider-Man, and Nev, Ned impulsively tells her that Peter knows Spider-Man. Uh, Flash goads Peter into agreeing to bring Spider-Man to the big party that Liz is throwing at her house that weekend. Okay, and we noticed that we had never seen Adrian Toomes' house before. 
maybe I'm spoiler alert, but you know what I mean? Like this is a like a palatial, like badass mm-hmm. yeah. Hamptons type house. Whereas yeah. when we first meet him, he's gonna go bankrupt because he bought these trucks for the job. Yeah. He's like a working class guy in like coveralls. Right. You know? This was gonna make it Yeah. So anyways, it, well, yeah. interesting and, foreshadowing and he, he, you don't quite yeah, and he's talking about like billionaires, but he's moving up in the world. He's mm-hmm. he's not yeah. he's not anywhere near Tony Stark level, and he probably never will be. But he's not exactly oh, a no. working class dude. That's anymore. like a, no, he's that's a like a hip hop producer pad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Out in Hampton, there's yeah, Long Island, absolutely. Um, yeah, so Aunt May drops him off. At it's the par- still Queens, I know, but yeah. You know. She drops him off in the suburbs at the party that night. Ned has an awesome hat. Uh, <laughs> Dude, what's the line? She says, she says some what some some hats wear men and some wear <laughs> some men wear hats. <laughs> yeah, you're really wearing that hat. You know, it yeah. gives me confidence. Yeah, great line. <laughs> um, at the party, Peter talks to Liz briefly. Gets made fun of by Flash, and then uh, heads up to the roof to change into his <laughs> Spider-Man suit. Penis Parker. Parker. Penis Parker. I say penis, you say Parker. Yeah, penis. (laughs) And the air horn effect. (laughs) (laughs) Like like he's a shock time morning DJ. Yeah. (laughs) Um, While he's up on the roof, he spots an explosion in the distance and instead of going into the party, runs off to investigate it. He finds Um, a. He's in the suburbs. So he has that moment of like, there's not much mm-hmm. to swing from. Yeah, he, his, I thought yeah. that was great. He shoots his he's, webs. He's on a golf course. Yeah, he yeah. shoots his webs and there's nothing. So he just starts running. So I thought I had a little flashback to one of the questions Ned was asking where he's like, do you ever just stand on a building and shoot your web as far as you can and see how far out it goes? And he kind of does that in the golf course. Like he just shoots right. the web out and it just uh, disappears, you know? And I yeah. thought, wow, that, that's a weird, that's a great callback. You know, there's some. Well, how far can it's unknown, Ned. Yeah. There's something um, so um, on the nose about a teenage boy whose body changes and he starts shooting sticky goo Shoot everywhere. Webs? Yeah. sticky oh, goo yeah. everywhere. Well, that's why the Toby thing was so – we talked about it during yeah. those movies because it's organic. They went with that, which, mm-hmm. of course, is a joke later. But, yeah, like that was such a <laughs> – because there were, you know, there had to be this scene of Peter in his room, like, uh, uh, hold on. Uh, yeah, uh. exactly. Yeah, I'm so happy we got to skip Uncle Ben dying and we got to skip all of the like discovering his powers shit in this. Because, yes. oh my God, or, have we seen it? Or that he was, his parents died and he was sort of orphaned. And yeah, had it's to like, be okay. Taken. You know, he just lives with his aunt. Yeah. That's common That's now. Uh-huh. Families are dynamic now, yeah. you know? Yeah, it doesn't have to be this big thing. Some people, some kids live with their grandparents. Some kids live with their uncle. You know. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Uh, yeah, he finds a deal going down between Toombs's guys and Aaron Davis. One is, uh, the first shocker, not our ultimate, not the shocker we get later on. Not the ultimate shocker. Yeah. <laughs> Shock me once. <laughs> Don't get shocked again. Um, that and, is the idea. Yeah, and Aaron Davis is uh, there. Uh, Spidey's phone rings. It alerts him to his presence. Uh, Tombs men's Tombs men flee. He chases them through the suburbs. Um, we get the, our first Bueller reference there. Yeah. Um, eventually, Tombs himself shows up in his bird suit and drops Spidey into a lake. Uh, he gets rescued. Instead of Ferris Bueller, I wish they had tributed Point Break instead. 
Yeah. I wish somebody had I was thrown a Rottweiler as Patrick Swayze does. Uh, yeah, so he gets rescued by what he thinks is Iron Man. Turns out it's actually a drone that Tony's remotely piloting. He's in India, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tony warns him against further involvement with these criminals, tells him to stick to more low-level threats. Uh, I love the the heater in the suit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What what did you say? I put everything in your suit, including this heater. (laughs) The puff of steam. Yeah. So that's really nice. That's really yeah. nice. Uh, he walks <laughs> back. Escalate. Yeah, he walks back through the suburbs uh, to Liz's house. On the way, he finds a piece of alien tech that the the criminals dropped and takes it with him. Uh, back at their warehouse, Tombs confronts Shocker about the deal gone wrong, and Shocker threatens Tombs. Tombs accidentally kills him with one of the alien guns, um, although he does not seem to feel too bad about it. I liked how, um, did you notice the guy's jacket? Yes. Uh, the sleeves, specifically. Uh, the yellow with the sort of yep. diamond pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, that was patterned off of the the comics book, the comic book's <laughs> appearance. Yeah. Yeah, the character, in the, yep. Yeah. And this is, and yeah, so, I mean, again, he thought it was a levitation gun, but mm-hmm. after he kills the guy, he really walks it off pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hmm. Well, it's almost a cartoon villain bit. You yeah. Know, that we've seen that in so many cartoons. Like, oh, yep. wrong gun. Toss. Walk on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like uh, in uh, the Harley Quinn um, cartoon where uh, she uh, shoots one of the, she shoots a uh, uh a low-level thug with a gun, and they're like, what is that gun doing? She looks at it, and it says cancer gun. He's like, Harley Quinn, did you give me cancer? <laughs> I'm going to go home we'll and spend time. I'm going to go home and spend time with my wife and kids. She's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah, that yeah, show's amazing. Cool. Uh, so, uh, let's see. At school, Peter investigates a piece of alien tech with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everyone is very rough shot. But I mean, that is, that is so like a teenager thing. Like, I got a hammer. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get this thing out. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's, you know, he's a physics prodigy. Yeah. He's just banging it with a hammer like an ape. <laughs> like, like an ape. We yeah. all would. Yeah. 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 At 15. I want the sweet meat inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, he pulls out the glowing purple rock out of it. Um, he spots Toombs' guys snooping around the school, realizes they're after the alien rock. They tracked it down using some sort of energy-detecting device. He manages glowy thing. The glowy thing. Thorough. Yeah, the glowy thing. Well, I think Tinker Use the proper nomenclature. <laughs> Somebody mentions early on that it's attracted to itself. This technology, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah. it wants to be back together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like eight is enough. Like the Eagles. <laughs> it always ends up coming back together. <laughs> they want to. Yeah. It's like this recycler tour. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, he manages to plant a tracking device on them um, and tracks them to Maryland in an effort to be able to follow them. Uh, he rejoins the uh, academic decathlon trip to Washington, D.C. Uh, he and the team head on down to D.C. He gets a call from Happy on the way, checking in on him, and it's revealed that Tony has a GPS tracker in his Spidey suit. 
So we also later on find out that there's like recording. He records everything. This is pretty messed up. Like Tony Stark is really, I know we've talked about this before, but kind of like fuck Tony Stark. Um, Yeah, he makes unilateral decisions that are questionable. (laughs) Right. And it's kind of uncool to plant a tracking device and a recording device in a 15-year-old kid's clothing. Well, tracking makes sense. I, I hate to say it. Well, not, you know, not as a parent-child situation, but as an Iron Man, Spider-Man situation. But yeah, recording okay. everything through Friday. Well, yeah, no, 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 no. I, it, to, to do this without telling Peter, I absolutely agree that, yeah, yes. yeah, you're, this is a 15-year-old kid. You feel responsible. You want to be safe. You want to keep track of him. But Peter should be aware of this stuff. I agree. He should. Tony should have never had him facing Captain America. You yeah, know, no. he makes questionable fucking. That's why he, out of guilt, keeps giving him more technology that will. Yeah. Protect. Yeah, yeah. Recruiting a fifteen-year-old as a as a child soldier to fight Captain America <laughs> is pretty fucked up, Tony. In in yeah. Germany, yeah, without telling his par his parental you guardian, st- and he didn't. He'd never been on a plane before. He didn't have a passport, so he smuggled a child out of America into Europe to use to as a child combatant. Heroes. Yeah, this yeah. is fucked up, Tony. Fucked up. Oh. Yeah, he makes a lot of fucked up decisions. Um, but then he saves everyone, so yeah. I'm known. Yeah. Plus, he's all he's he's witty and quippy, so you know. Yeah, yeah. he's Robert Downey. <laughs> you can't stay mad at that guy, no matter how many war crimes he commits. And yet, you hate him. <laughs> Don't uh, think I'd like that guy. No, oh god, I'd hate him. I yeah, I if I lived in this world, I would absolutely be against Tony Stark. <laughs> Oh yeah, I definitely. mean Robert Downey Jr. I don't think I would like that guy. Oh no, Robert Downey. Anyways, come. yeah. Anyways, um, all right. Uh, it's, yeah. So, um, in DC, uh, he uh, gets the GPS tracker out of the Spidey suit with the help from Ned. He also discovers that uh, Tony disabled a lot of the functionality in the suit with the training wheels protocol. Peter convinces Ned to turn off the training wheels and unlocks all of the functionality of his suit. Um, that like night, he's playing Super Mario Three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now Unlocked he, all the suits. Yeah. Now he. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Now he has unlimited lives. Um, that night, he uh, foregoes hanging out with Liz and his friends to track down the bad guys. He discovers his suit now has an AI in it. He names it Karen. <laughs> he finds Tombs. <laughs> yeah, this was. <laughs> it wants to talk to your manager. Yeah. That's one of the protocols. <laughs> Karen. Uh, um, he uh, finds Tombs and his guys attempting to rob a convoy of trucks carrying a bunch of alien tech. He uh, tries to foil the heist and generally succeeds, but also ends up getting himself knocked unconscious inside of one of the trucks. He wakes up, finds himself locked inside a uh, damage control storage facility. He spends some time bonding with Karen and getting to know about the new functions of his suit, then sets about trying to break out. It takes him until the next morning. He misses the uh, decathlon competition. The team wins without him, thanks to Michelle. And Peter discovers that the uh, glowy thing is an unstable weapon that could explode. 
He finally gets out of the vault, races back to D.C., tries to contact Ned and Liz. He talks to them long enough to find out they're visiting the Washington Monument, but he doesn't get to warn them of the danger. Uh, the glowy thing explodes while they're in the elevator. Just as Peter arrives, he ends up having to climb up the outside of the monument, breaks in through the window at the top, saves his friends and, from falling in the elevator to their deaths right at the last minute. And this uh, teacher, this high school teacher, had to be informed that it was built by slaves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every, every wonder of the world. He's like a history teacher. Right. He should know that already. Yeah. But exactly. he's like, I don't think I just, it was built by any turns and looks at the like security guard. He's like, like security yeah. Guard, yeah. 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 Most yeah, of the shit in DC. All of the shit in DC. <laughs> In you the world, <laughs> the pyramid, the Coliseum, yeah, <laughs> right, and then, Great Wall of China. That's why they don't take critical race theory out of the schools. There was like no, <laughs> those were all contractors. Those are those all licensed LLCs. <laughs> yeah. I appreciated um, a small detail when Ned picked up the glowy thingy off the bed. It had scorched the bedspread a oh, little bit. Huh, I didn't notice that underneath it. I still. Oh. It, it's still an unanswered question. What made it explode? Oh, they said it has to be exposed to x-rays to explode. And radiation. it went through yeah. oh, radiation. Med- radiation. That's right. Radiation. And it went through the x-ray scanner. And that's okay, what thank caused you. it to become activated. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I do love the scene too, where he's in the damage control vault and they go through the montage and she's like, it's only been 37 minutes. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's great. And especially for a teenager where they're just so fucking bored. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, can't be occupied for any longer than half an hour you know yeah absolutely so funny to me yeah um so uh yeah and this is a great scene where and he's never been that high before like this isn't the spider-man that Mm -hmm. swings through manhattan yet he's still Mm -hmm. just like hanging out in queens which it doesn't isn't you know it doesn't have the empire state building it's not he's Mm -hmm. not up there yet um so um how many floors yeah. is uh? How many floors? I don't. Know. How many? How many floors is five hundred fifty-five feet? I don't, I don't know. I've been up there. Isn't isn't I, a floor ten feet? I always that's the rule I go through. Okay, so floor like, is ten feet. So maybe. Like, really? Yeah. Hmm. So eleven. Like, yeah. yeah. About eleven feet up, or eleven stories up. I mean, that's a tall building. Um, yeah, not, it's not like not like Manhattan tall, but tall enough to be that you don't want to be standing on the side of it. Those scenes gave me vertigo. I every time I watch, like even those I, videos of the weird Russian dudes climbing scaffolding, mm, I always get vertigo. Yeah. Like I really was like, oh, yeah. man, that's intense. Like I yeah. get vertigo bad. Heights mm-hmm. are about my. I don't know. That's my that's phobia. your. Yeah. I mean, death like everybody. Sure, <laughs> but, that's the other but, one. Yeah, heights, <laughs> heights kill me, man. But I think it's what it's roughly the size of the. Uh, Statue of Liberty, yeah, something like that. Uh, if we're comparing, I, I honestly I don't, don't think know. it's that tall. I honestly you don't, don't think know. it's that tall. I mean, the Statue of Liberty, I think it's taller than that, but I don't. Well, know. I've been in both, but I didn't have a tape measure either time. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we got to get counting Twitter on this shit, <laughs> right? To let yep. us know, yeah, numbers Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, there are 896 steps in the staircase of the Washington Monument. Damn. Good thing they okay. took the elevator. And how many in the statue? The statue you have to walk up, so it must be smaller. There's no elevator inside. I will leave that statue to you. 
while we okay. while we move on. Um, back at his warehouse, Toombs is angry about the truck heist gone wrong. The tinkerer tries to convince him to do this big heist that would involve a high-altitude suit. Toombs is against it. He thinks it's too risky. But he does want to kill Spider-Man. And then at this point, he sees the footage of Spider-Man saving everyone in Washington. I love all the little hints because the reveal later on um, that he's Liz's dad is... <laughs> Yeah. It, like there's all these little hints throughout. Like it, it does not yep. come out of nowhere. Like him, like, like just the look on his face when he sees like the Washington yeah. trip and it realizes mm-hmm. like his daughter's involved and sees like, there's so many things. Um, okay. So I didn't realize it was that small. The Statue of Liberty is 305 feet while the Washington monument is 555 Wow. Substantially oh. larger. I think I didn't yeah. realize that the Washington Monument was that tall. Because I've been the to the Statue, Statue of Liberty. Liberty is small, yeah. yeah. I've been to the Statue of Liberty, but I've never been to the Washington Monument. So, um, Sorry, uh, quick. I loved how uh, he was – when he, he kept slipping on the, the monument. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't with his spidey touch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was an interesting – uh, yeah, he has to sort of keep it. moving to have traction. Yeah, well, I mean, that's because the Washington Monument oh. is is uncircumcised. Um, <laughs> that's it's more slippery. Very smooth. Yeah. That's science. It is a giant penis. And biology. Bizarre, yeah. Uh, Big wiener. Uh, you know, Obelix used to have information on them. This is just America's penis. That's just a big boner in Washington. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. Spider-Man has become a local celebrity. The entire school is now obsessed with him. Peter tries to ditch school and gets detention. Michelle's there too, just hanging out. Peter leaves and uses Karen to track down Aaron Davis with his, the recording tech that's built in, uh, who is the buyer at the deal. He broke up. Um, he, uh, he finds Davis and interrogates him. Davis reveals that Toombs is doing a big deal that afternoon on the Staten Island Ferry. I love that. I'm pretty sure it was a, a uh, an ad lib um, when he's when he leaves and he's like, um, that'll that'll wear off in two hours. And he's like, two hours. I got ice cream in the trunk. Oh, man. I love that line. I got ice cream yeah. in here, man. I, yeah. I guarantee you that was a Donald Glover uh, ad lib. because yeah. He was famous for ad libbing in community. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ice cream in here, man. He this whole quick wit. This whole scene was great. Um, just his demeanor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Under enhanced interrogation mode. Yeah. 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 It's like, mm. it's like it's I, I heard you by the bridge. I know what a girl sounds like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess we didn't mention that Hannibal and Donald Glover both were writers on 30 Rock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also love the, like, the, the, yeah, Donald Glover, like, you've got to get better at this part of the job, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, he races there to break up the deal, which is with the scorpion, <laughs> not the scorpion king. It's not the rock. Um, <laughs> It'd be better if it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would. Crossover. That's smile. Uh, he hang out, he hangs up on a call from Tony and ends up getting interrupted by the FBI who are running a sting on the operation. He fights the vulture who escapes with, uh, the new shocker and one of, uh, the, the weapons they were selling goes out of control and cuts the ship in half. Peter struggles to keep the ship from sinking. Um, everyone. There has to be a, a scene where Spider-Man is holding two, yeah, two right. things together. With yeah. his webs. 
Yeah. Every it's time. It's like a Batman trope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Iron Man shows up and welds the ship back together. Uh, so this whole thing is like, I, I, I guess you'll get to the part, but it's all miscommunication. Right. Like, well, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, he finds out that Tony was actually like doing this. Tony called in the FBI and Tony was paying attention to him. But mm -hmm. that's kind of on Tony for being so fucking dismissive of him. Like he could have been like, right. Hey, I appreciate that. I'll follow up. Don't get in the way. (laughs) Like, right. They could have easily saved a ferry if Tony would have been like, listen, I'm on it. I hear you. I see you. I'm going to call the feds on this. Yeah. So just go, right. go I, back in your neighborhood and do your shit. I you acknowledge know? what yeah, you did instead of being here. like, I don't care. Fuck off. Like, fuck off, kid. It's him and happy or super. It's detective. like when detectives take over the case from the cops yeah. who arrived on the scene kind of thing. Yeah. Like it's not get out of my way. It's all right. Thank you. We'll take it from here. Yeah. We got it from here. Yeah. 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 But that's not how t- we Tony, do the next Tony. Step. Absolutely. Yeah. Tony's big failure is failing to communicate with Peter at all with mm-hmm. anyone yeah. yeah i think that was cap's biggest fucking problem i mean yeah i guess you don't that, talk to me about anything i guess that really is tony's big failure as a character well one of his big failures as a character was giant narcissist yeah yeah it, it's even established early on that he doesn't even like to be handed things yeah he doesn't yeah. like people talking to him mm-hmm. it's weird he's a weirdo yeah he is uh, meanwhile, the vulture's getting desperate back at his warehouse. He finally agrees to do the high altitude heist that the tinker has been uh, trying to convince him to do. Um, Tony talks to Peter on a private rooftop and confronts him, telling him he was listening to the warning Peter was passing along. He was the one who called the FBI. He is disappointed in Peter uh, pursuing the criminals against Tony's orders. He tells Peter he's not ready for the responsibility of being a hero and takes back the suit. Yeah. Um, this is the whole, like, if you're nothing without the suit, then you don't deserve to have it. Right. Um, uh, Peter goes home. This is the low point for our hero. Yeah. He has to overcome the odds. Yeah, exactly. Well, you've been doing this podcast for a while. This is the part where the hero has to overcome the odds. Exactly. Dig down deep. Exactly. It's the end of the second act. It's the second low point where we get to the no way out, but through point. Um, so, uh, yeah, Peter cries on Aunt May's shoulder. So he decides at school that he's just going to try to have a normal teen life for a while. He goes to class, hangs out with his friends, and he asks Liz to the prom. She agrees to go with him. So he has to pick out a suit and get ready to go to prom. Um, he, he's wearing Converse. Wait, is it? It's not prom. Or it's not homecoming, prom. Yeah. Homecoming. Homecoming. That's right. Home, the, the homecoming the- dance. Um, that's why it's Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, yeah. The day of homecoming, he goes to Liz's house to pick her up, and her dad answers the door, and bum, 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 it's Tombs. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tombs. Uh, this whole <laughs> sequence, from the moment he answers the door through the end of the car ride, is just so good. It's really good. Uh, yeah, the only beef I had with this whole sequence, I had comment to my wife, I was like, man, it's so weird, though, to see a 15-year-old who can't lie. You can't just roll liar. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm such a liar. When, 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 um, when he kept staring at Michael Keaton, even when uh-huh. Liz showed up and everything, mm-hmm. um, Jude oh, and I were watching this together and, uh, um, I was like, I was like, like, geez, Peter, why do you keep staring at my dad? And Jude was like, Peter, do you want to fuck my dad? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Peter Parker doesn't have a poker face no. at all. No, no, he does not. Never has. Um, so yeah. Um, in the car ride there, um, Tombs pieces it together. I love the way this is shot with the lights changing on his face and Michael yeah. Keaton's acting. Um, yeah. <laughs> Michael Keaton was also hilarious on 30 Rock. Yeah. Uh, I'll stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> welcome to our 30 Rock podcast. Um, <gasps> oh, God. I, Josh is like, all right, let's do it now. Um, so, uh, uh, Liz goes into the dance and uh, he has a talk with Peter. He tells mm-hmm. Peter that he appreciates that Peter saved his daughter's life in Washington, D.C., so he won't kill him, but he warns him off ever interfering with his business again. Peter meekly agrees and goes into the prom where he apologizes to Liz and runs off. Um, so does does uh, Tombs have... He has a moral code. Is Do you know what I mean? Like, I know this yeah. is a threat. Like, hey... I'm going to ruin your life and kill everybody. But it also seems like he has somewhat of a moral code, right? He's yeah. Like, oh, absolutely. You did right by me by saving my daughter. So I'll do right by you by not killing everybody <laughs> that you love, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I just I, never want to see you again. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Or I will way. kill you dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah, that, the neutral evil. Yeah. Right? And that's why like in, in the end with the thing with the scorpion, he doesn't tell him who Spider-Man is in appreciation because mm-hmm. P- Peter saves his life at the end. Mm-hmm. Plus it's like a Joker Batman situation where like, it's more fun to know than to yeah. tell. Yeah. I guess there's that too. Um, a lot more fun, but like, you know, that's a card I might have to play. Yeah. Um, so, um, Peter grabs his original homemade costume from underneath his locker. Uh, he runs out the back and is confronted by Shocker, who he fights. He's losing, but Ned shows up and helps Peter out using his web shooter. Um, they subdue the Shocker. Um, he gets Ned to go to the computer lab and track his phone, <laughs> which he left in Tombs' car. What I love about this is it shows that Peter wasn't actually like meekly agreeing to Tombs. He was... Mm-hmm. He he dropped the phone and was planning from the second he figured it out to track yeah. tombs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So uh, let's see. He follow. Oh, he he but borrows yeah, tombs because in the comics, if I'm not mistaken, tombs was another character that dated Aunt May or was with Aunt May for mm. a while, like Doc Doc. But mm. anyway, so also there, did yeah, they, there was something about him. Did they wrinkle Keaton up? more or is he just that you know what i mean like they made yeah, us because the vulture is old really old in the comics yeah, and he's bald wrinkled and bald and then i kept noticing with keaton like his crow's feet were really defined you know and i'm like well this is a hollywood movie so they smooth everybody out you know but i wonder if they intentionally made him look older to keep in tune with the comic i think they might have yeah. yeah yeah um so uh yeah he uh steal he borrows flash's car Goes after Tombs. Ned tries to contact Happy, but Happy hangs up on him. He gets discovered by a teacher, and then mm-hmm. Ned oh, gets yeah. in trouble. I love that delivery. I was watching porn. Porn. There's a couple of good ones. <laughs> That's a Homer look. It was. It was, and there was another really good one earlier in the movie too. When when Ned and Peter are in the hall and they see um, uh, uh, Hakeem. Or the shocker come up and they're uh-huh. looking with the scanner yeah. and they hide. And then the chess kid's like, 
what are you doing? And he's all, hey, how's it going? And the kid's all, chess? <laughs> like, <laughs> that whole thing was so funny, buddy. You good? Chess? <laughs> chess? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, he follows Tombs to his warehouse. Tomb tells him about class warfare and the intrinsic unfairness of an unregulated capitalist oligarchy. Um, <laughs> it could happen to you. Um, uh, he does that to distract him long enough to bring the roof down on Peter, burying him in rubble uh, while Tombs gets his new high-altitude suit. Uh, meanwhile, Happy's finalizing moving day. A bunch of Avengers stuff is getting moved upstate in a drone plane. Thor's magic belt. Um, so Happy sticks everything on a plane and like real, like billions of dollars worth of Avengers tech. And it's like, and now not to look at it ever again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ignore it completely as it travels. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, in the rubble, Peter summons his inner strength, pulls himself uh, out of the rubble. Uh, he chases yeah. Tombs, is able to catch a ride with him up to the Avengers plane, which Tomb boards and uh, takes control of, redirecting it back to the city. He fights Tomb on the outside of the plane. Um, the shot of the plane flying back with like New York in it, and Jude mm-hmm. was like, oh my God, are they going to do another 9-11? <laughs> Yeah, dude. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. You gotta be careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why, like, we talked about Man of Steel with Superman and all the destruction and shit. Right. Like, just seeing him fly through buildings and then a bu- half of a building collapse. Like, was 9 11 traumatized? In, was 9 11 in the Marvel Universe or is that another comic it, show that I was watching that? It was in the Marvel Universe, the comics. Yeah. Okay. But there was another show. It might have been Peacemaker or the DC. There was another show about comic heroes where the main character felt guilty about not stopping 9-11. Mm. I can't remember what it was. But I thought maybe it might have been the Mar- Marvel Universe. But I, I guess not. Sure as hell wasn't George Bush. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't I don't think it's ever been referenced in the MCU movies that I can think mm-hmm. of, but I can't say with hundred percent. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is no. Yeah, there are no twin towers. So you know, mm-hmm. think of that. Which that's been done. Um, but also, um, like uh, the, the point, like they would be real, real careful about their airspace because New York is real fucking careful about their airspace post post nine yeah. eleven. Yeah. I imagine add a Chitari invasion to that. Yeah, and New York is real fucking careful about its airspace. Um, uh, they're like Disney World. Yeah, exactly. Don't fucking fly over here. <laughs> no. Um, so, anyways, uh, uh, they fight. The plane become loses an engine and crashes on the beach of Coney Island. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Tombs and Peter fight on the beach. Tombs grabs a single crate and tries to escape with it. Peter tries to stop him, telling him his wings are too damaged. He's going to crash. He promptly does that. Peter runs over and rescues Tombs from the fiery wreckage of his wings, leaving him tied up with the Avengers' belongings um, for the police and happy to find. He's got, I love the notes. Like, that's, that's, I don't, did they do that in either the previous Spider-Man series? The Spidey leaving the notes. That's a very comics thingy. Yeah, I can't remember that in the other ones, but I remember that from the cartoon as a kid. Oh, yeah. in the web, you mean? The note in the web? Yeah, leaving the notes. 
yeah like next no to, the to the criminal like yeah. these guys like, yeah, were yeah, doing yeah, yeah. wild shit yeah yeah mm. yeah the no- yeah because i remember that from the cartoons and that's a very comic book thing like mm-hmm. spidey leaves a note for the police like <laughs> yeah here your you friendly go, neighborhood spider-man yeah mm-hmm. um i think that's how they start yeah so um in school a few days later peter says goodbye to liz who's moving away in the aftermath of her father being outed as a supervillain Mm-hmm. Um, she's moving to was it Portland she was moving to or Seattle just Oregon in general Oregon. she just says we're moving to Oregon my mom says it's nice and I'm all it is nice it's cold and rainy though watch out yeah it is you'll get sad yeah absolutely <laughs> Elliot Smith <laughs> if you are if you aren't already you'll get much sadder yeah for sure um, so uh, it's revealed uh, in the debate club meeting it's revealed that Michelle goes by the name MJ Bum, 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 bum. I loved how under the radar this all was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, between and they, they even they hit on it in the third one too, where she like snaps and is like, "I don't go by Watson." Mm-hmm. Um, so like just a tiny little like sliver of a uh, the idea that she came from a, a troubled home life, like MJ did. You mm-hmm. know, in the first ones, you had to hear the dad yell at Kristen yeah. kind of thing, but. Yeah, the subtlety of this Spider-Man's universe is very satisfying. Yes, yeah. Between this series, Euphoria and Dune, like I, I'm yeah, really impressed by Zendaya. by Zendaya. Um, she's like sometimes watching her in Euphoria, like the other teenage actors are acting, and then she comes on. And I'm like, oh, she's a fucking movie star. She just like walks mm-hmm. on screen, and like you can't look away from her. Like she just has that thing. Um. Yep. Anyway, so um, uh, he gets a call from Happy, who tells him Tony wants to talk with him. They meet in the bathroom. <laughs> the kid <laughs> in the bathroom. Happy, kid. how do you not realize there's a kid taking a shit two feet away from you? <laughs> like, come on, man. You've never been in a bathroom in a QT? You know what's happening. Yeah, dude. that's <laughs> not <laughs> private. Um. Yeah. So, well, and the, and it's pretty low. Maybe it's because it's the science and technology school. But you know, high school bathrooms were like DMZs. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was martial law. Yeah, you're luck. You're like, lucky. You're lucky if there's a door on the stall. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, dude. And he washes his hands and it gives him the other, like the second look on the way out. Like, what is this old guy doing in here, talking to Peter Parker? <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, yeah uh, Happy takes him to upstate to the Avengers headquarters Tony offers to make him an official Avenger giving him a fancy new suit and offers to let him live there now Um, Peter thanks him but tells him he's not ready yet he wants to stay on the ground level for a while longer also maybe Tony proposes to Pepper I guess they're back together that all happened off screen um, because at the end of Civil War they were still not together she wasn't even in Civil War yeah. Um, I think this. I think Gwyneth Paltrow like was interviewed and didn't. She said she didn't even know she was in this movie. She didn't realize she was in it. Yeah, someone was interviewing each other. They were like, oh, "Yeah, yeah, I love it. It's great being in the Iron Man and Avengers movie." And someone was like, "And Spider Man too." She was like, "Honey, I wasn't in a Spider Man movie. I wasn't in Spider Man." <laughs> like, and I was like, "Yeah, you were." Kevin Feige owes you now. <laughs> like she just showed, like, like, yeah. I think Kevin Feige calls her and like shows just show up for two days here and she does and she you're like do you mm-hmm. want to know what movie you're in and she's like no because <laughs> no. they don't know they're like here have conversation a with tony 
Right. Yeah. Now have conversation B with Tony. Yeah. Now one with Happy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because exactly. she's not in the scene with Tom Holland. Tom Holland's already gone. Yeah. So they probably so filmed that at a that different was, time. Maybe even yeah. when they filmed one of the Civil War movies, they're like, well, let's just do this real quick. And, yeah. Or even the other yeah, one of the Iron Man movies. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? But, she doesn't change. She looks the same. Yeah. She does. Um, but also, um, um, nah, I forgot what it was. Oh yeah. I was gonna say that's like how, um, in, uh, with, the uh, Boba Fett and Mandalorian, um, <laughs> Andrea just says she was too focused on making vagina scented candles. Yeah, Andrea sure. slipping into the chat late in the game here. Um, Slide. yeah. Um, so, uh, like, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard was directing an episode that she thought was for Mandalorian season three. And then mm-hmm. later on, like they just put it, it was, she, they, she re, like, they told her, no, this was a book of Boba Fett episode. And you're like, what? Yeah. Huh. Um, so, uh, anyways, so he goes, home. Tony's returned his suit to him. Peter puts it on, ready to protect the neighborhood, but before he can, he's discovered by a very surprised Aunt May. That's Aunt, great. That's Aunt May great getting team. cut off just in time to avoid the PG-13. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's funnier. Yeah, it is. It is. It's yeah. funny. Funny it's to cut off the fuck. Yeah. It is. That makes it I funnier was, than her just saying it. I was surprised by... Uh, the amount of obscenities but not really yeah in this movie because towards the beginning um what was it f thor mary iron man oh, kill hulk yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. i'm surprised um, he said f thor not do thor and then um at homecoming uh mj flips him off when he shows up yeah 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 they're a little saltier yeah a little more like real teenagers Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Peter has a good heart. He's still fifteen or whatever. The, you know what I mean? Um, Jude and I. He's watched... a pure soul, but he's still a kid. They're, oh, yeah. they're dumb, and they say, <laughs> "Yeah, whatever comes to the like me." Jude and I watched the um, Always Sunny uh, Christmas episode last night. No, I've forgotten how many mother? how many times Charlie <laughs> says fuck in a row. Did you fuck my yeah. fucking mother? Yeah. It's like 20 or 30 times. He just keeps saying it over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Charlie, your mom was a whore. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And you know that thing where you go to somebody's house and you open up their presents? And then you go to the next house, and they go to your house. And I had, Mac. I had forgotten that that's where the um, Frank coming out of the, the, the couch. couch. Yeah. <laughs> Danny DeVito being birthed. Which is great because Danny DeVito was the penguin. So he I mean, was. it all ties yeah. into the superhero podcast, yeah. you know. So yeah, all right. Um, in a mid-credit sequence, Toombs is in jail. Scorpion asks him the identity of Spider-Man. Toombs tells him he doesn't know protecting oh, Speeder's that. identity. Mm-hmm. Then in the after-credit sequence, Captain America discusses the virtues of patience. Right. And that's the one I saw, the stinger. I didn't see the mid-credit stinger, but uh, yeah. I thought that what was that? What was he referring to? Just waiting for the next Avengers? Waiting movie for the or? credits to end. Uh, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. And he said the last line was, and you wonder why you waited so long for something so disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he says, how many more of these do I have? <laughs> yeah. I also love in the Marvel world when you're in high school and you screw up, they make you watch, you know, 
yeah, Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah. Well, and do you remember? You remember the president's physical fitness? Yeah. Yeah. Schwarzenegger was a spokesman, but yeah, you, we had to watch a similar video. Yeah. So it wasn't right. about your body's changing. That was in health class, but there was one that's like, <laughs> if you don't do push-ups, you're going to be fat. Yeah. And America doesn't need fat people. <laughs> we have enough of them already. Yeah. Hey kids. Uh, so um we have enough. So I have one unanswered que- <laughs> I have one unanswered question from this movie. Hmm. Okay. Fuck Mary Kill. Thor, Hulk, Captain America. And, and Captain America. I mean, I'm kinda with Betty. Fuck Thor. Marry Captain America. That's a solid dude. Well, they were talking. The uh, they had Iron Man, not Captain America. Oh, Iron Man! Oh, Iron Man! Yeah. Kill, kill Iron Man! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, <laughs> fuck Thor, Mary Hulk, kill Iron Man for sure. Nah, I'd, yeah. I'd fuck Hulk just just to keep it just to keep it real. <laughs> that horrible. would be a, that would be terrifying. It would be terrifying, and that's his my pants, thing. His that's pants thing. never expand, <laughs> so he could have a micro. That's my love making styles. Mary, Mary Thor, so you can. Fuck him over and over again. Yeah, exactly. Oh, good call. Never yeah. thought of that before. <laughs> that, you can live in Asgard. That changes everything about fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> <laughs> this, blows, this blows the whole case wide well, open. Well, the game's not fun anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's ruined. I'm glad she fallacy. said F. Because yeah. how stupid is the game do Mary Kill? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'd stop saying do the fuck in the nineties, dude. Yeah. You know, do nobody me. says do anymore. Uh, yeah. Do me. Don't. Do me, baby. <laughs> do me, baby. BBD, the East Coast family. Uh, <laughs> now do. Um, I not an unanswered question. I appreciated um, a certain amount of poetry in the vulture's character. Um, starting off as a salvage worker. Mm-hmm. Um, picking up the scraps. And then becoming like the a vulture, vulture, a carrion bird. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 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 There. The, thematically, huh. the vulture thing was. Yeah. Absolutely. That was kind of cr- spot on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they are truly an animal that does what it has to to survive. They're not right. necessarily predatory. Mm-hmm. So it's that kind of thing of just like get out of my way. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. liked this villain. He didn't have a bunch of long-winded screeds. He didn't have like a beef necessarily. He's just like, I gotta do what I gotta do. It's America. We gotta bootstrap it, right? You know? And he he got my family. By the mm-hmm. capitalist got to bootstrap it. Yeah. Know? Well, and I think that I bought I, trucks for this job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's one of the best comic book or one of the best comic book movie car- uh, villains we've had in a long time. But certainly, I think one of the best up to this point in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Depth to it. Uh, they didn't kill him off, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, he's just out there uh, keeping his secret. Yeah. There wasn't a ton of collateral damage that they don't bring up. You know, so many right. times a villain will just kill, just murder a hundred people, and mm-hmm. well, the Joker, and then the next minute he's just in a room talking. Yeah. To exactly. the Batman. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So, all right. Any final thoughts before we rank this thing, guys? I just like Michael Keaton. That's my final thought. Hell yeah. Good to see him. It's good to see him back. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Welcome back, Beetlejuice. It's going to be, yeah. Which which apparently is back into production again. Beetlejuice 2. Yeah. We're going to have an old ass Beetlejuice. Let's do it. It's fine. Old ass Beetlejuice. And And, and in the fucking fucking Flashpoint movie, he's back as Batman. That's true. 
I don't know that. Because of their multiverse. They're making a Flash mm-hmm. Flashpoint movie, and it's mm-hmm. going to be a multiverse movie with Michael Keaton as oh, Bruce yeah, Wayne. Not on the loop. Yeah. Really? Okay, I'm down for that, DC too. DC like first to... sort of invented the multiverse, mm-hmm. to yeah. be fair. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they are, yeah, and there's like a scene in the trailer where um, he, uh, where Ezra Miller as Flash is like about to pull like a cover off the old 1989 Batmobile. <laughs> yeah. All right, now I got to look for this on YouTube when we're done. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Folks, um, he was in a two-part episode of Thirty Rock, and he's a janitor, and he's hilarious. Yeah, he is. <laughs> the day before his retirement, he pulls out a picture. He's like, "This is my girl. We're gonna get married when I get out of here." <laughs> he's retiring from janitor. <laughs> uh, I told my kid I'd hit him a home run tonight. <laughs> like, a home run in what? <laughs> You're a janitor. <laughs> <laughs> so, all, right. all right. Let's let's rank this. Uh let's see. Um let's see. We've got Spider Man two as our top ranked Spider Man movie at number eleven. I, I love um, that movie. I mean the reg- I love this whole universe maybe better, but I love Spider Man two. Yeah. Alfred Molina. Just- no, Spider Man two is kind of a masterpiece. Um, I think so. the first Spider-Man we have at number 14, I personally like this movie better than the first Spider-Man. I think so mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I was trying to figure out how to compare it to Deadpool. Mm. I like it better than Deadpool, but that's just me. I'm not like a loco Deadpool fan. I, I kind of like are. it better than Deadpool personally myself. Yeah. And I like Deadpool, but this, I love his Peter Parker, probably the best Peter Parker. Yeah, Absolutely. I'd have to agree with that. He's the best Peter Parker. I, uh, Andrew Garfield always looks like he's going to cry. Yeah. Have you noticed well, that? And then last, yeah, he brings that heart, actually, mm-hmm. in the yeah. you know, final one. That's the Peter that he brings yeah. to the table. Um, yeah, um, I think it's better than Deadpool. Where's that at? That's right below oh. Spider-Man 2 at number 12. Well, then let's put it under Spider-Man 2. Ow. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> Sorry, Michael Pete. <laughs> yeah. So it works for me. All right. That's where we'll put it then. Put it in, in stone. Right under Spider-Man 2. Right underneath. Oh, which is right underneath? Batman 89. Batman 89. Yeah. Right there. Huh? Cool. A lot of Spideys and Baddies up here at the top. I feel like watching the top 15 of our list. Yeah, those are all very good movies there. Yeah, yeah. Guardians. Yeah. All right. All right, that's it. Which means that it is time for us (laughs) to draw closed uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and look forward to uh, next week. Next week on Harmless Phosphorescence, we are going to be watching... Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. It was a fun one. Yeah. Taika Waititi. So that's going to be next week on Harmless Phosphorescence. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. Um, This has been your host, Throw Smiley, and I just want to thank you for letting me be part of your journey. (laughs) I'm Josh Cece, and this podcast was built by slaves. Oh. I'm, Jer- <laughs> I'm Jerry Wagner, and I can summon an army of spiders. <laughs> I'm Alaric Weber, deactivating instant kill. <laughs> I'll buy you a churro. 
<laughs> Thanks, Bye, everyone. We'll see Thank you next you. week, everybody. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.